Real leaders leave a legacy. They capture the hearts and minds of their teams. Their origin story puts the safety and well-being of their people first. Great companies ubiquitously have safe yet productive operations. For those companies, safety is an investment, not a cost for the C-suite. It's a real topic of daily focus. This is The Safety Guru with your host, Eric McCroskey, a globally recognized ops and safety guru, public speaker, and author. Are you ready to leave a safety legacy? Your legacy success story begins now. Hi, and welcome to The Safety Guru. Today, I'm very excited to have with me Gardner Tabon, uh, who's uh, spent 20 years serving in the safety space, uh, two-thirds really in the safety space, some in the operation space, deep understanding of uh, transportation, currently works as Vice President Safety, Risk Management, and Accessible Services for Capital Metro in Austin, Texas. Gardner, welcome to the show. Uh, Eric, thank you so very much for having me on. I really do appreciate this opportunity. It's rare that I get to uh, expound on uh, issues related to safety on a podcast. So thank you very much for having me on. Well, it's great great to have you on the show. I'd love if you could share a little bit about your story and, and particularly your passion for safety, how you got to, to where you are today. Right. So many years ago, um, my family had introduced me to uh, the industry of railroading. They were serving in various capacities, uh, you know, car inspectors and such. And so uh, it piqued my interest, uh, but not so much to join right away. Uh, I was (laughs) I was in another career uh, in public utilities, as a matter of fact, when um, uh, I, I kind of ran aground, if you will, in that career. I just really didn't do very well in it. And uh, I went to my my relatives and they suggested that, hey, maybe you might want to join us at Amtrak. Why don't you see what's going on there? And so I did and uh, immediately became uh, interested in the many different offerings they had. And so I joined the operations team would be a part of it for a bit mm-hmm. before moving on to um, moving my career on to another railroad that, that was very nearby in New York City and began to grow in it and saw how immediately that uh, without safety at its core and essence, uh, there is no railroading. There's no transportation. Mm-hmm. We have to have right a safe way to travel, to uh, transport our customers. Uh, it's people moving people. And that's what really piqued my interest. And, and how do we do it? How do we do it in a safe way? So I was, I was introduced to all these regulations. So I was a fairly young person. I was in my early 20s, and I'm only 29 now. Um, (laughs) and, um, and, and I saw how much, uh, uh, the regulations, best practices and standards that had been incorporated into the day-to-day operations really mattered. And so, um, it, you know, operating in it day-to-day and having to be tested and certified and actually we call it qualified back then, but (laughs) having to qualify and really know the ins and outs of the rules, not just to be able to recite them, but to uh, contextualize them, how to apply them to 
our day-to-day operations and to uh, help our colleagues along so that way we could have uh, uh, um, uh, incident-free days. You know, you try your very best to. And just just piqued my interest, amazed me. So then I began to uh, dig a little deeper and I'll try to shorten this story, but uh, <laughs> I was, was approached by a couple of uh, senior ex- executives and managers. Uh, I guess they saw something in me um, that said this guy could actually be perhaps the next generation. And hmm. um, I explored it and saw that instead of staying in operations, what can I do to help operations along? What can I do to support it from Mm. a safety perspective? And that's when the vice president of safety at Long Island Railroad, one of my many stops in my career, uh, approached me and I owe him to this day for the conversation we had over 20 years ago. He said, Gardner, uh, I'd like you to consider joining my department. I think you'd be really good for it. And I said, you know, just give me a couple years, more years in operations. Let me become a little bit more immersed in it. And I promise you, if you have something available, I will apply. And I applied <laughs> and the rest is history. As they say, I've, I've not turned back. I've uh, really had uh, a blessed career, um, a wonderful career and, and, I'm hoping that along the way, others have seen my passion, my purpose, and um, uh, just just my true desire to uh, assist in giving uh, our customers, our employees, contractors, and others uh, the very safest environment to operate and to ride in. So that's kind of it in a uh, in a uh, uh, a snapshot view. That, that's amazing. Uh, so one of the things that uh, I, I find very interesting about uh, the transportation world that you come from is you've got so many lone workers. Safety is so critical to, uh, to, to running a good operation, just like an airline, a railway. Right. Um, when there's an accident, it's, it's, it's serious. Yes. How, how have you helped increase engagement around safety? Because you, you have so many workers that come in probably to a depot, or a particular location, and then are gone right. for the whole day with very limited supervision. So it becomes so sure. critical to, to drive engagement. Can you share some thoughts there? Oh, absolutely. So there are several things, several approaches uh, that we take to ensure that um, complacency doesn't set in, right? It's easy for that to be mm-hmm. done, especially if you're not supervised. And I'm not talking about micromanage, just general supervision throughout your day. And so one of the things we do, just very simply, is uh, make sure that at the beginning of your day, you're given a safety talk and that you're made aware of the potential hazards of the territory that you'll be entering into. Um, the other ways we do it is uh, through bulletins, um, general orders, and other sorts of documents that they would have to uh, review and perhaps take mm-hmm. with them throughout their day as a reminder. And throughout their day, um, it's important for uh, dispatchers to um, uh, provide messaging uh, throughout the day. And... Uh, those safety messages and to 
uh, find out the locations of individuals to ensure that uh, they're not going to be in harm's way. So there's that constant mm -hmm. contact that we that we uh, uh, strive to have with those, especially uh, lone workers, as you say. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, one of the things as well, I remember when we talked about, uh, can we talk before, is you talked a little bit about the why for, for safety and for, for safety changes. Can you share a little bit about how, how you convey this and how you get other leaders to, to share their why for safety? Sure. sure. So very recently, um, our industries have gone through um, a, a big cultural shift in Mm -hmm. that now uh, there are added regulations that require us to take um, an all-hands approach to safety, if you will, uh, to take a, uh, a more accountable uh, approach to safety, including everyone and not just the safety department. Um, the safety department was uh, looked to for uh, the answer and look to for uh, resolution of uh, many safety-related issues. While we're still here to be safety solutionists, as I say, um, we are now uh, spreading the love. We are <laughs> uh, providing system safety uh, teaching opportunities and learning opportunities to our colleagues so that they can understand uh, better how to resolve, better resolve their own issues and to have a much higher level of accountability when it comes to safety. And so uh, we're going through a bit of a, um, a pivot, but it's, it's working out well. Um, it's going to be... Um, you know, some growing pains in there, but um, it's so important to really identify hazards, mitigate mm -hmm. hazards uh, together as a group, you know, and I know the airline industry uh, right. has, has engaged uh, uh, safety management systems uh, approaches for several years now, and, mm -hmm. and we're just catching it. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we're, we're just catching up. So uh, I'm excited about this era that we are uh, walking into now and uh, don't have to explain SMS to you or your audience, right. but, but, but it makes sure that uh, there's a much higher level of it, engagement and involvement and accountability across the organization and, mm -hmm. and and in our case uh the government has deemed that the ceo is the accountable executive so no longer do you have uh ceos and those of that level uh to you know trying to be kind to plead ignorance <laughs> to to certain safety matters because it's my job as the chief safety as chief safety officer of the organization, to bring um, uh, to 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 make uh, my counterparts, uh, my colleagues, mm -hmm. and uh, my CEO aware of uh, certain safety related issues, particularly sure. those that are rising to the top. And so, 
to engage, to inform, to educate. Those are my three keys uh, that I know that I must uh, fulfill throughout the organization, beginning with my boss, the CEO, on down to uh, those who are cleaning our facilities. I mean, I have to make sure mm-hmm. that everyone is aware and that they uh, are, are aware of their role in safety. And so sure. it's continual uh, uh, educational uh, opportunities there, and, and we're loving it. We, our marketing department <laughs> is is um, is is helping us with the the messaging, um, mm-hmm. and it, it's just really going well. It's you know it's it's constant. You never stop, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's going well. That's excellent. This episode of the Safety Guru Podcast is brought to you by Propolo Consulting, the leading safety and safety culture advisory firm. Whether you are looking to assess your safety culture, develop strategies to level up your safety performance, introduce human performance capabilities, re-energize your BBS program, enhance supervisory safety capabilities, or introduce unique safety leadership training and talent solutions, Propolo has you covered. Visit us at propolo.com. Uh, so one of the things you, you talked about safety management system as, as one of the advances, uh, there's there's now so much more data insights that are available as well uh, to, to get some some view of, of, of safety, driving ownership and awareness um, in terms of tools that exist within within buses, within trains. Can you share a little bit more about how that's driving uh, this sense of increased ownership and, and how do you balance the, the big, big brother feel of it with uh, the, the, the additional insights that it can help drive? Sure. So we have uh, data sources uh, throughout the organization ranging from our, um, uh, our uh, signal system to mm-hmm. uh, the internals on our trains uh, the data that's within our trains and, and even our video cameras. Uh, so we utilize every data point possible to not just uh, inform our, our uh, stakeholders of what's going wrong, but the things that are going right. And, and I think that mm-hmm. is so that's important. Key. Right. Yeah, because we, you don't want to uh, use your... Uh, uh, your occasions to communicate with your stakeholders, just the bad news. Let's exactly. talk. Let's talk about. And I, you know, I inform my staff of the same. Guys, when you are performing your audits, your observations, and, mm-hmm. and you're having your discussions, let them know what it is they are doing right as well. That way, yep. when that way, when we bring them news that uh, that 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 informs them they're falling short in a certain area. It, it's more a much more balanced approach. And yeah. so, so that has allowed for more open doors and conversations around safety that otherwise may not have occurred because, you know, it, it the last thing you want to do is come to work and get beat up everything right and no you don't like that (laughs) yeah right you know because we all have shortcomings somewhere and but we don't want it to be oh here's a safety guy coming Mm -hmm. you know here's a 
So when we, we do recognize uh, shortcomings, I advise my staff to be safety solutionists and not just, you know, seen as a safety police. Let's 100%. provide some, some solutions behind or suggestions of solutions. And, and that, that way we will see um, uh, uh, doors open rather than just close because they, again, they don't want to hear the bad news. And I'm just kind of bringing them, uh, the issues, dropping it on the de- on their desks and saying, uh, fix this, we'll be back in 20 days. No, it's, here's what we've seen. How can we help you to resolve this issue? Is there anything right. we can do? Is there some technology we can introduce? Is there, um, can we go out and, and do joint uh, 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 observations together and engage employees together and, and, you know, be more visible together. So, um, we, we want to take a, a unified approach mm-hmm. and, and again, it's not just the bad news. It's telling, uh, our stakeholders and even our employees and contractors, the things that they're doing well. And, and that's probably one of the best predictors of, of somebody doing the right safe choice the next time. Uh, is that they also recognize for when they did the right thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we're, we're along those lines, we're working on improving our uh, recognition program. We call mm-hmm. it Safety Champions Program. And so uh, the director that uh, reports to me and, and other members of our staff, even our intern, they're revamping the program now to expand it to just overall improvements. You know, you, you have to re- review your programs uh, annually. And sure. we, found, we found a number of uh, areas where we can improve. Mm-hmm. And so I have the team uh, taking a look at that and how we can recognize our, our employees and our contractors that are here um, for the things that they're doing well. And hopefully that will encourage others to, do their jobs even better than they're doing today. And and how uh, what are, what are some of the areas you're looking at? Because safety recognition is such a a, a complicated topic. Uh, it's so critical, yet few people do it really well. What are some of the areas that you're really trying to drive forward uh, in terms of your recognition programs? So typically, you'll see, and and this is what we're looking at too, an injury-free workplace. Right. Uh, a, a, an accident free workplace. And we will also want to look at areas such as um, uh, the reporting of near misses. So mm-hmm. we've not gotten a lot of, uh, traditionally, we've not gotten a lot of reports um, uh, regarding near misses or near accidents, depending sure. on where you're from. Um, and so we want to encourage that by. Uh, awarding or recognizing employees who do participate mm-hmm. in that program. We also have an employee safety reporting system that doesn't get a lot of participation. And so we want to recognize those who did not report anonymously. We mm-hmm. want to recognize those employees who do uh, participate in that program. They bring things to our attention. We go out mitigate the hazard and and thank them because it had it not been for their report to us uh 
things could have been a lot worse yeah. and uh, there could have been worse outcomes. Absolutely. So those are uh, a few of the things that we're looking at right now. That, that's excellent. And how, how, uh, the, how was the introduction of all these technology tools initially received? Because I would think uh, that would be pretty, pretty challenging in some workplaces. Yeah, even if you're doing yeah. a lot of positive recognition, uh, have yeah. you gone over the hump where people see the value or is it still, still a, a bit of a challenge in terms of people seeing the, the technology that's new to, to the industry? Yeah, no, that's a very good question. So one of the tools uh, introduced because of um, uh, a recommendation made by National Transportation Safety Board and the Federal Railroad Administration, uh, a, a cab view uh, video recorder. And it uh, is used to uh, review and or monitor uh, the operation of our train. Sure. And so... Uh, your locomotive engineers would see it as a, an infringement on their freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and we had to let them know that this is also a tool that can work in your favor. Right. Um, if we have an incident that uh, is questionable or that uh, another person has a totally different perspective, we can review uh, the videos available and it can tie directly to your uh, accounting of the incident. And that has happened. And thankfully, the, uh, the attitude of many now has shifted. After seeing where their colleague has gotten into uh, a, a very bad accident right. and a person nearly killed, um, they then say, well, we guess, yeah, it's somewhat of an infringement, but it really worked in, in, in our favor. Sure. So, so it's technology like that that we've seen uh, initial pushback, but um, having some really good results in time. So some technologies you just got to kind of give a little time to uh, work through. <laughs> but, you know, because especially if you have a unionized uh, property and... Yep. Um, you know, there's skepticism because it's just another hammer for management to use. Right. And, and certainly it's something that we can use that, you know, may not work well for the employee, but it, it's something that we can use that will work for the employee and mm-hmm. for the organization. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, it's, it's a little bit like the dash cam that so many people use in their cars is, is, uh, People choose to use it because they start realizing it can protect them as well. It can right. be a valuable, valuable tool. So that, that's that's great. Thank you very much, Gardner, for, for sharing some of your insights and some of the work that you're doing and for having uh, the passion to keep driving uh, safety, making our railroad safer, um, and, and and engaging team members to, to drive safety. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. I love what I do, um, and I'm hoping it shows in the work I do every day, uh, we have to protect our workers, customers, and the communities that we travel to and through. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining our show and for, for sharing your thoughts. Oh, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate the opportunity. Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone. Thank you for listening to the Safety Guru on C-Suite Radio. 
Leave a legacy. Distinguish yourself from the pack. Grow your success. Capture the hearts and minds of your teams. Fuel your future. Come back in two weeks for the next episode or listen to our sister show with the Ops Guru, Eric McCroskey.